Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, good afternoon, one and all. And welcome, welcome, welcome to a three o'clock edition of the C Report. I am your host, Mr. C, also known as Michael Aaron Cossidis, and welcome on into the show. Uh, we're doing it live today at 3 p.m. to uh, cover a little bit of that election midterm 2022 information uh, that has been sweeping the nation, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's not over yet, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, allow me to be clear. Stinky Abrams of Georgia might have sang, ladies and gentlemen, but indeed, that just means that there are much bigger women who have not yet sang that song to close down the curtain and uh, call the midterm elections for 2022. Of course, you might not know that. If uh, you are a uh, regular viewer of the mainstream media, CNN, uh, MSNBC, Fox News, you know, the ones that make it on the cable networks, uh, we might think that uh, Election Day 2022 came and went last week. But indeed, as we covered yesterday here at the Sea Report, here at Mr. CTV, you know, uh, kind of going into overdrive since elections began, you know, we cover America First and Election Integrity News here at uh, Mr. CTV through most of the broadcasts that I host and produce. Uh, but indeed, this is like uh, what they would say the Super Bowl season for election nerds, right? Well, the only thing about it is, ladies and gentlemen, Super Bowl also lasts about a day, doesn't it? Right. I mean, there's a whole bunch of lead up to it, right? You got all those games that go on before it, you know, I mean, comparably. So I guess you could say election season would be the same, but even football season has limitations. You know, it seems that even election season does not have very many limitations within these United States of America anymore, um, especially when you face things like election day plus nine, ladies and gentlemen. That is where we stand today. Um, uh, some of you who may not know, uh, you know, uh, Texas, Harris County, Houston, they're still counting. Uh, we still have counting going on in Alaska and, and various other places. But, you know, it's hard to pin down because right now people are focused more on the election fraud and um, and making sure that that gets uh, taken care of. We got people on the ground in multiple areas, whether we're talking, you know, um, Arizona, Texas and beyond. Uh, we have Patriots Americans who are calling for either a redo on these elections or further investigations. Uh, I'll be sharing some information with you guys out of Harris County. Now, yesterday, I showed you guys a, um, a press conference that they held there on Tuesday in regards to uh, the investigation that um, Governor Abbott is now calling into Harris County, because this is this is quite ridiculous, ladies and gentlemen. It's quite ridiculous, especially when you learn exactly the reasons why uh, there's so much um, so much uh, uh, wait time on this count. Uh, it's all part of this pattern that we see that has uh, developed throughout the nation. I mean, it is a pattern, guys. Um, and we see the method that was utilized in order to uh, stymie the vote. No, 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 no. To suppress the vote, ladies and gentlemen. It's insane that we have seen the Democrats actually act on one of their planks. You know, one of the planks they stood on against Republicans, against conservatives, against election deniers. And that was vote suppression, vote suppression. But vote suppression was one of the very actual 
actual methods that they utilized in the 2022 midterms. And the way that they did that, ladies and gentlemen, was by shutting down the vote machines, which was interesting. It was an interesting tactic, maybe one that could have been expected. But if you think about it, guys, uh, you had conservatives, you had, nay, election deniers whom were uh, calling for the end of these voting machines. Indeed, I am one of those people, indeed, that believes that we should not use any type of digital, mechanical, electronic contraption wherein we cannot even inspect the source code to see how that contraption counts our votes because it is uh, it is of some type of proprietary information that only belongs uh, to the uh, the owners can access that it's an escrow or it's a, it's protected intellectual property i don't care you know they they say that only the election assistance commission can access this information they say only the voting system testing laboratories can access this information they're saying only federal agencies have the right to access the source code that counts the votes in our precincts, in our counties, in our states, and in our cities, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, that just doesn't fly right with me. So in a surprise turn of events, they shut down the machines, the very things that we don't want, but what do they do? They short them ballot paper. Uh, they uh, don't open the polls on time. They po They close the polls early. This was the scene, Election Day 2022 in Harris County and in many other cities and neighborhoods across this nation. They suppressed the vote, ladies and gentlemen. They did this by keeping those polling sites either ill-equipped to handle the amount of voters that were coming in or by shutting down those sites early or by opening them up late among many other numerous things, not to mention, uh, you know, machines that weren't working, spitting out the ballots, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And again, the data coming in across the United States is that these were happening in Republican or conservative specific areas. So that's what we'll be talking a little about today. I wanted to come in today and talk a bit about some of the data that's rolling across. I got a couple of stories to kick us off before we do that. We'll be here for about an hour or two this afternoon, and we'll be back again at 7.30 p.m. tonight with another C-Report, of course, so that we can uh, continue with our coverage across America and really try and uh, get a... Uh, a handle on what we're looking at, ladies and gentlemen, because it's happening, uh, like I said, across the nation. And uh, we're not getting in as well. We're getting in a lot of reports, you know, but I, I believe there is a whole lot of information that we're not receiving also at the same time. You know, and, and a lot of this has to do with the mainstream media's blocking of this story. You know, um, I was actually going to share with this yesterday, guys. But um, as far as like, you know, the censoring and the blocking goes, we see right now um, the suppression is coming by the mainstream media really th laying it on thick with these stories about um, President Trump uh, and him being in trouble and uh, people not uh, wanting him um, to be uh, the president's. A presidential candidate for 2024, uh, even though he has uh, officially um, um, uh, announced his candidacy, 
He did that on Tuesday. Uh, uh, Carrie Lake would be the other one that they're using to clog up the new cycle right now. I mean, they are just going so hard on Carrie Lake. Uh, these two individuals, along with every other single disenfranchised American and every other single freedom fighter, election fighter, election integrity fighter who was um, elected to represent, whether at state level or at the federal level, need as much support from we the people as we can muster right now you know they need as much support from we the people as they can muster right now and you know it's because not only are we seeing these um, frauds and these severe discrepancies that are occurring around the nation that are either unseating election fighters or they are um, they are preventing them from getting into office we're also seeing those who did fight for elections, those who did fight for the integrity of those elections are starting to get punished. Uh, and there is a really, uh, there's a very despicable example of this coming out of Wisconsin right now. We'll touch on that in just a minute. It's, it's kind of got my blood boiling, y'all. Because, you know, uh, it's just like they're doing with like, a, for example, with like President Trump, where, you know, the base knows, America knows, the people who know, the people we, who've been following this since December, I mean, sorry, since November 3, 2020, know the score. Uh, but they are trashing him. And uh, we have the RNC. We have people who once served in his administration. They're all showing us who they are right now. They're all showing us what side they're on. And they're all making this lame excuse as if though anyone else besides President Trump ever took America as far as he did, ever um, uh, restored this republic as much as he did, and uh, also awakened the people as much as he did. It's as if though all of these individuals up in Washington, D.C. have forgotten the work that he did over the last four years, and they want to use some type of lame blanket excuse, like uh, the uh, Dems and the rhinos stole the election, so let's blame it on President Trump that no one turned out to vote. Okay, and that's the perspective that I would like a lot of those who are on this side of the line to keep in mind. We have rhinos, and we'll call them all that right now, out there attacking President Trump as if though it were his fault that the rhinos and the Democrats cheated and stole the election and suppressed the red tsunami so that optically speaking, we the people would be demoralized into believing that uh, reality is 100% opposite of what we know, understand, and have observed with our own eyes and ears and understood with our sound minds for the last two years, okay? Uh, we cannot allow that to be the case, ladies and gentlemen. And we must fortify our knowledge, our strength, our resolve as we press forward, and we will, ladies and gentlemen, and we will. So thank you again for tuning in. T-Sam, what's going on over there at Pilled? Thanks for joining us this afternoon. No, I have not heard about what it is. Drop a link in the... Uh, Drop a link in the chat room because I don't got time to go look for it. I'll pop it up, though, if I can. If it's elections related, even better. Uh, but glad you're with us this afternoon. Now, uh, in typical sea uh, report fashion, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will be starting off today's episode with um, a statement from our president. So let's go ahead and do that. And never forget, ladies and gentlemen, it's important to hear the words of your president, regardless of who it is. and. Uh, you know, I think we all know the score on that one based on the situation in 2020, November 3, when uh, that office uh, 
was stolen and inhabited by an imposter. So we only had one statement from President Trump today, and it was actually a retruth from October, but I decided I'd go ahead and share it with you guys anyways. Uh, you know, in the uh, in the spirit of screaming it from the mountaintops, uh, one of the reasons why social media is so important, but again, um, President Trump speaking about Truth Social in this statement. Truth Social has become somewhat of a phenomenon. Last week, it had bigger numbers than all other platforms, including TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and the rest. It also looks and works better to my eye. I am very happy that Twitter is now in sane hands and will no longer be run by the radical left lunatics and maniacs that truly hate our country. Twitter must now work hard to rid itself of all the bots and fake accounts that have hurt it so badly. It will be much smaller, but better. I love truth. I think the I love truth uh, comment there at the end also uh, is important to that statement, ladies and gentlemen, because that is what we need right now. And that is what we're striving for. Truth and truth in the matter of the elections is as paramount of any truth that I am aware of, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but indeed, you know, we won't comment on the rest of this statement, uh, regardless of the Twitter comments. Uh, but, you know, I haven't been keeping up with uh, good old Mr. Musk over there at Twitter World, if you want to call it that, uh, because there's far more important things going on at the moment. I did want to share these images with you guys, though. Uh, these did come off of President Trump's Truth Social. These are from his um, announcement on a Tuesday regarding his presidency. I wanted to share these with you guys because I am I understand that the media is also tearing into President Trump regarding this as well, uh, as if though no one were present, as if though the room were empty, as if though uh, people were not excited that Donald Trump would be running for president once again. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and these are very impressive. They're they're beautiful photos, guys. Let me go and remove the banner from the bottom. But these are, again, photographs from Mar-a-Lago. Um, and some of us might not have seen this perspective because, uh, you know, we were, we had our eyes glued to the television. So that was a uh, tunnel vision on the boss, as it were. Uh, but uh, impressive photos, nonetheless. There were a lot of people there. It looks like it was standing room only. And like I said, uh, there were reports, I believe, that it was like uh, no one was there. It was an empty hall. Far, I would say that's far likely from the truth. Absolutely gorgeous in there, though. Gorgeous. Look at those chandeliers. Look how Baroque that room is. Look at that. It's impressive. Yeah, I would say standing room only. A, a packed hall. Bright lights. New York City. Here I come. It's Mar-a-Lago, Florida. And President Trump speaking to a massive audience there to hear his special announcement on that night. So I just thought I'd share that with you guys this afternoon, in case you hadn't seen those photographs, in lieu of other statements from President Trump. There you go, guys. All right. So, and let's not forget, guys, we will be on the campaign trail with President Trump, you know, following him every step of the way. Uh, as much as po not physically, guys, obviously, I don't have the means to do that. <laughs> but, you know, at least uh, live as much as possible. And um, <clears throat> as well, guys, while we are while we are still tackling fixing 2020, 
that will not be that will not be uh that uh, that venture will not be concluded just because President Trump is running for office in 2024. Uh, we will still be seeking to fix 2020, 2021, and now 2022. Uh, those will be the primary focus, of course. Um, and I'm sure if we get those done, it'll reveal the rest of the uh, amount that we were dealing with prior to 2020 as far as fraudulent elections go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but that is that is the name of the season. Now, it seems like election election day became election week, became election month, became election season. I, I know in some states, uh, from what I understand, we have... Uh, we have uh, crazy uh, leftist uh, type, progressive type legislatures that would like it to be half the year, if not the whole year long. I mean, it's going to turn into that eventually if these people get away with what they want. Hopefully, no, no, that won't be the case. Um, however, uh, around the nation, uh, we've seen that in this year, 2022, most disheartening to some, if not most, but to some, is the fact that this obvious and blatant fraud that we witnessed, no, that we reported, no, that has been investigated, no, yes, all of the above, ladies and gentlemen, all of the above is reoccurring again in 2022. What I would say for a fact, ladies and gentlemen, is it is uh, far more egregious, far more blatant, far more obvious. You know, we have reports that, uh, yeah, they don't even hide the bags of ballots under the tables anymore. They just wheel them in and luggage cases on flats and uh, they just uh, have at them. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, uh, who do these people think that they are, that they believe that they could get away with this type of thing? I mean, it is uh, it is insane. Um, I will say this once again, guys, uh, in 2020 and also in 2021, we had nowhere near the amount of data that we do now ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so we're going to start spilling into that. But first things first, uh, let's talk about Harris County real quick. Once again, now, Harris County, interestingly enough, here in the great state of Texas, um, has not finished counting their vote yet. Uh, the improprieties that have been reported in Harris County have merited an investigation or at least a call for an investigation by Governor Abbott into what the heck is going on in Harris County. Now, you guys might recall that the Secretary of State's office uh, recommended that they have um, uh, state um, agents on the ground there in Harris County uh, that could handle or um, could um, uh, assist with any type of uh, discrepancy or a uh, stronger word, impropriety, that voters and constituents might have been witnessing on the ground that uh, poll workers or election uh, electioneers or election officials might be experiencing on the ground. So uh, I have a feeling that this thing blew up because, uh, first of all, we have Harris County, whom is already known for, uh, well, let's just say they for being able to work away in that system with their elections, that is less than is less than um, uh, brings less confidence than you would expect from elections, ladies and gentlemen. However, however, um, the amount of uh, discrepancies that we've heard from, uh, at least over here at the Sea Report, uh, 
in my opinion, amounts to some type of gross negligence, if not bordering on intentional, intentional negligence. I mean, what would you call that, right? Uh, we had uh, polls that were opening later than they were supposed to. Uh, and and when asked for an explanation about this, uh, the election administrator in Harris County, a man by the name of Clifford Tatum, uh, would respond, well, there was a miscommunication between the judge and our office. Of course, he would be speaking of the precinct judge. OK, um, we had um, we had uh, ballots uh, that were either that either were not received or were not enough to handle the constituents who are voting uh, in some of these areas. And again, a word with Clifford Tatum, the Harris County election administrator, uh, would, would find the discovery of, oh, well, there was a miscommunication between uh, the amount of ballots that this, uh, this uh, jurisdiction was to receive and between the office. Again, uh, between the judge, the precinct judge, okay, who runs the precinct, who is responsible for getting the uh, ballots and the materials and the supplies from the elections administrator or the elections official. However, that might work in that county, in the Harris County, it is an elections administrator. So what's going on here is the question, Clifford Tatum. Uh, why are we getting um, uh, bad information to precincts? Uh, could it be because he's only been on the job for such a short period of time? I mean, one could use that excuse, but uh, again, they, they've been running elections forever in Harris County. Regardless, uh, times scarcely change, uh, and uh, this is a job that the individual has not done well. Now, uh, uh, from my perspective on things, I kind of see this as uh, the election administrator's uh, office, the position as, as being a kind of a scapegoat office uh, for whatever improprieties, illegalities, and lawlessness that might transpire in the elections in Harris County. Of course, we can't get to the bottom of that because, per example, uh, the 2020 elections, which merits an investigation at least into 140,000 ballots that are lacking chain of custody, that investigation is being obstructed by County Judge Lena Hidalgo, ladies and gentlemen. Lena Hidalgo, man, th that name seems to be popping up a lot around here at Mr. CTV and on the C-Report, let alone on Lone Star State News, our Texas, uh, Texas um, exclusive show that we do here on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, ladies and gentlemen, at uh, 3 p.m. So... With this in mind, um, we can only guess what type of obstructions or what type of what type of I'm going to say it strong word idiocy someone like an activist judge, activist judge, a partisan judge. That's a scary thing to have in a courtroom, ladies and gentlemen. An activist partisan judge is a terrifying thing to have in a courtroom. Okay. But we'll see what she comes up with, with what excuses. She's already blaming the Texas legislature on Harris County 2022, which makes absolutely no sense when Clifford Tatum is taking full responsibility. And indeed, it seems that they're going to use Clifford Tatum to be the fall guy. I would say this merits an investigation into Harris County commissioners, into the Harris County uh, judge, Lena Hidalgo. But we'll see how far this goes. In the meantime, we do have one election integrity fighter in our state. And thankfully, in Harris County, uh, a man by the name of a senator, state senator, 
Uh, Paul Betancourt. Now, State Senator Paul Betancourt's name has also been floating around Mr. CTV Studios, the C-Report, and Lone Star State News, as we have identified him as a positive and a legal lawful uh, state uh, senator, elected official who is fighting for election integrity in the state of Texas, has been doing so since he was a tax assessor in Harris County, thankfully elected to the state Senate, and has been active in writing bills and legislation that would uh, combat fraud, secure our elections, and and is extremely necessary in this precarious situation that Harris County is in right now. Because again, Harris County was already under the thumb by the state secretary of um, the secretary of state's office for the 2020 investigation that was being obstructed. Uh, we had um, uh, um, state agents go in to Harris County for the 2022 midterms to monitor and assist. Uh, we had federal agents who were asked to be present by Lena Hidalgo, activist and dishonorable judge of Harris County, to monitor the state agents, and that is aside from the DHS agents that were already in Houston, already monitoring the elections in Houston, no telling what else these DHS agents were doing in Harris County. So we have about three sets of agents, guys. We had state agents, we had Merrick Garlic's agents that were sent in by Lena Hidalgo, and we also had DHS, guys. So that's the DOJ, the DHS, and the Texas State all present in Harris County. So it makes sense that this is going this way and it makes sense that they're still counting because they had eyes on them. And, uh, you know, like in Arizona where they were able to pull off this steal from uh, Mark Fincham, from uh, Abe Habaday, from uh, Carrie Lake, and from, uh, who else did they steal it from? They stole it from everyone, guys, just about Blake Masters, right? I believe Hamaday was... Uh, uh, ended up losing that race, you know, figures, doesn't it? Figures. We'll be looking at some more of that data in a little bit, guys. But um, let me tell you what, guys, we're lucky we have someone like uh, Senator Betancourt, who is um, active and is uh, doing something to fight for election integrity and to get to the bottom of what's going on in Harris County. Thank goodness this man actually represents the county that it is happening in, right? Uh, but as I was saying, um, Senator Bencourt, State Senator Bencourt, was at a press conference yesterday. We did view that. Uh, the press conference was on Tuesday, I take it back. But we did view that press conference yesterday, at least, uh, the section in which he spoke. So I wanted to share with you guys some press releases from his office. Um, and this is in regards to the investigation that uh, Governor Abbott has called for and also into an election bill that he has refiled regarding the improprieties that we are witnessing in 2022. And this is a refiled bill, guys, but it's necessary and it's vital, particularly at this moment. So uh, here's from Senator Betancourt's office. Uh, it says here, Senator Betancourt uh, supports Governor Abbott's call for an investigation of Harris County elections. And it says, since last week's press conference, he's been overwhelmed by the number of complaints about Harris County votes, Harris County Elections Administration, and its administrator. In response to Governor Abbott's announcement, Senator Paul Betancourt of Houston wholeheartedly supports investigations into the failed election practices of Harris County. How did the nation's third largest county hold an election without sufficient paper ballots for voters to use at the polls. And why would the election administrator and the staff not respond to these um, 
these complaints immediately. Senator Betancourt has spent five days in consultation with state of Texas leadership about poor election practices being documented from Tuesday's election. This is the worst election day ever by a major county elections department that I've seen in my lifetime. Specific polls were apparently given to a few ballot, too few ballots to begin with, and repeated requests by presiding judges and political party representatives were denied for over half a day. It's abominable that government holds an election, but either could not or would not provide voters with paper ballots to cast their votes. Senator Betancourt has already participated in one news conference and is expecting to attend others. The initial reconciliation form by the Harris County Elections Administrator shows 6,409 more ballots than voters. Did you guys catch that? The initial reconciliation form by the Harris County Elections Administrator shows 6,409 more ballots than voters. Hundreds of initial complaints have been made by voters, um, elected judges, etc. I suspect many election contests to be filed. This is not about being an election denier. It is about actual reported voter irregularities. This is about voter suppression because it's simply unbelievable that in the 21st century, citizens should show up to, ca to vote and cast and cannot cast their ballots. The cause of this must be determined, concluded Senator Betancourt. Is that not insane, guys? Now, this is part of what we're talking about in getting this information um, uh, available, accessible, and disseminate it to the public. To scream it from the mountaintops, guys. Now, it's uh, regardless of whether this news is making it around in the news cycles, Harris County has 6,000 more ballots than voters is a pretty big headline, guys. But regardless of whether or not this news is making it out in the headlines, um, we do have eyes on the ground. You realize now this is a game of not just suppress the vote. No, they did that already, guys. This is now a game of suppress the information, okay? Suppress the information, we need you all out there in the audience to assist us in getting this information out, uh, tweeting it, uh, truthing it, uh, social media-ing it, telling your neighbors, telling your friends, uh, telling your family, particularly if you are in the Texas area and beyond, 6,000 more ballots than voters counted in Houston, Harris County, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, T-Sam, I totally agree. It's time for these people to go to jail. And I do not believe Clifford Tatum, Harris County Elections Administrator, should be the only one investigated in this matter. Regardless of the fact that they have decriminalized election fraud in our state, someone still needs to be held accountable, ladies and gentlemen. Here is a statement from uh, Senator Betancourt. This is a press release from his office. And uh, this is in regard to the election bill that he has refiled. Now, this was Senate Bill 2220, ladies and gentlemen, uh, refiled 
very necessary. Check out what this will do for um, for the, uh, legis- the the legislative body. Keeping in mind, guys, that it is, it is only the legislative branch that can make election law. That's why this one is important because of what it will allow lawmakers to do. And now this is a Senator Betancourt uh, and Representative Swanson who have refiled these bills at Senate Bill 220 and House Bill 549 in response to election improprieties. Voter irregularities in Harris County are jeopardizing public trust in elections and needs to be fixed. It says here, Senator Paul Betancourt refiled Senate Bill 220 yesterday in response to the serious improprieties reported to Texas Secretary of State concerning Harris County's election administration during the November 8th election. Senate Bill 220 will allow the Secretary of State to appoint election marshals from the Department of Public Safety, who will be able to be dispatched to investigate potential voting violations as they occur during the November uniform elections and primaries. What happened in November 8th, uh, in the November 8th election in Harris County is absolutely abominable and can never happen again, which is why I will continue to champion voter integrity bills like Senate Bill 220. Citizens should have absolute confidence in their elections. They should be able to show up to a polling location and cast their ballot without being undermined by incompetent government because that's what democracy is all about, but that's what's being denied here, Senator Betancourt exclaimed. Senate Bill 220 will also provide emergency judges to be able to hear cases within three hours of reporting during early voting and within one hour during election day. These judges would be appointed by the 11 regional administrative law judges across the state. Representative Valerie Swanson of Harris County filed the House Companion Bill in uh, the Texas House of Representatives, Bill Number 549. Uh, Representative Swanson stated, I stand with Senator Betancourt in fighting the rampant fraud of failing elections officials in Harris County. I am proud proud to have filed um, House Bill 549 as the House version of Senator Betancourt's bill, which gives the Secretary of State the authority to send the Texas Rangers to stop election cheating as it happens and investigate active election fraud. We will protect election integrity in Texas, stated Representative Swanson. Unfortunately, election irregularities in Harris County are not a new phenomenon. Senate Bill 220 was previously filed as Senate Bill 1589 during the 87th legislative session and was passed out of the Senate Committee on State Affairs. Senator Betancourt expects to file additional voter integrity legislation ahead of the 88th legislative session, which is not due to start until January, ladies and gentlemen. So you see Senator Betancourt is even working off of uh, off session, ladies and gentlemen, for election integrity. And we thank him for that here at uh, the C-Report and C- Mr. C-TV Studios Um we need representatives, Senate or uh, or or a legislative in the House uh, that will um, will do this kind of work for us and will listen to their constituents, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it's a shame that we have to say that at this day and age, but that is exactly what we're looking at. 
So goodness me, oh my oh, ladies and gentlemen, goodness me, oh my oh. All right, so there we go on that front, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks again for joining us this afternoon here at uh, the Sea Report um, for Thursday, November 17th. Thursday, November 17th, 2022. Well, good afternoon, Liz Garcia. Good to see you in the audience. Thanks for joining us. It's been a minute, girl, and I hope you're doing well this afternoon. Always good to see you. Always good to see you. Been a minute. Been a minute. All right, guys, uh, let's go into another story I want to cover with you guys before uh, we uh, jump into um, some hardline data. <laughs> God, there's a lot of it, guys. Now, um, let's uh, let's see here. What do I got? There we go. Uh, next story. All right, guys. This one's a little bit of a blood boiler for me because um, what we're seeing here, guys, is not only this um, uh, uh, massive machinery working against uh, the people and against our elections on the ground right now. I mean, this this machine. This operation, this, I, you know, to me, this is a syndicate. I mean, of course, you guys know how I think about these things. We have multiple operations happening in multiple states. Uh, most of these operations, uh, the execution of which are the same, okay? Uh, uh, the same types of characters and the same types of agencies and entities working, you know, like, uh, for example, we have this Runbeck uh, printing and and um, um, election services that is, is active again in states like Arizona, you know, where they were also active in uh, 2020 and were documented as uh, having dropped off uh, all of these mysterious ballots constantly throughout the day. You know, that's what they need, right? The, especially when you're talking about all conservatives showing up on election day to beat the algorithms. That's why they shut down the machines, okay? And that's why they disenfranchised and suppressed the vote. They, they got voters not to vote. And then they extended their election day count in order to stuff the boat behind the scenes. I'm praying for whistleblower data to surface. Veritas had to have had people on the ground there infiltrated. They had to have. This was one of the biggest stories of 2020, 2021 was the election fraud. There has to be whistleblower data that will surface. I have no doubt. But even in the face of this outrage that uh, patriots and uh, good-hearted Americans are suffering nine days after elections, the next shoe is dropping, ladies and gentlemen. And we see this as the media and the rhinos, even the Republicans who once said they stood by President Trump and the American people, even those who faithfully seemingly served him in his administration are beginning to turn on him because he wanted election integrity, because he wanted fair and honest elections, because he wanted to return the power to the people, because he wanted to make America great again. And as that shoe drops and as they use President Trump as an example, across the states, we're seeing the same thing begin to happen. Now, this story I'm bringing to you guys out of Wisconsin, like I said, 
is a little bit of a blood boiler for me because we are seeing that the Assembly House of Wisconsin is beginning to attack those whom called for election integrity, whom stood by the will of their constituents, did as they said and honored them, ladies and gentlemen. Um, representative, state representative Wisconsin of Wisconsin, Michelle, Janelle Branchen, ladies and gentlemen, has been one of those uh, freedom fighters who has honored her oath to office, has listened to the will of her constituents, and as chair of the Wisconsin Assembly uh, Committee on Elections and Campaigns, has um, fervently fought to have election integrity bills brought to um, the assembly to vote on, as well as um, conducted um, investigations into the um, voter fraud and um, um, integrity, uh, sorry, uh, discrepancies that occurred in 2020. Uh, Janelle Branchen has been a fighter through and through. And now we see that the dust has settled in the Wisconsin Assembly House, at least per the 2022 midterm elections. Now that we see that Speaker of the House, Rhino Robin Voss, has uh, kept his seat and has maintained his speakership, the Assembly House is turning on Janelle Branchen, representative of Menominee Falls. Uh, this is this is what we're going to see happening, I am afraid to say, across the board in our nation. Uh, there were very few fighters in Wisconsin, as it were, and they got far, unbelievably far, considering their numbers um, within the Assembly House. Uh, Timothy Rantham, former representative, who is still in office until January, I might add. He is still in office until January, okay? ran for governor on an election integrity ballot um, a campaign platform, but uh, was not elected to governorship. Uh, even even uh, President Trump's candidate for governor uh, endorsed, um, um, was it Michael, uh, Timothy Michaels, right? Was that his name? Tim Michaels. Uh, he did not um, win that election either. So uh, where election integrity in the state of Wisconsin is concerned, I am I am a little bit worried about where that could go, particularly with what is going on with Representative Branchen. Uh, now, let me share this article with you guys. It is from a local that uh, kind of goes into a little bit of detail about what's happening here. Uh, let me pull that onto the screen for you guys. Like I said, local. This is uh, the urban from urbanmilwaukee.com. I think this article was originally published at. Uh, let me see. It says here at the bottom. Uh, Wisconsin Public Radio. So yeah, yeah, WPR, right? No friend of humanity, most public radio stations are. They use our money against us. But let's see what they said about this situation. It says, uh, Republicans bar Representative Janelle Branchen from private meetings. Caucus loses trust in elections committee chair who denied 2020 election results and endorsed Robin Voss's challenger. Now, this to me is reprisal. Robin Voss did this also to Representative Rantham when Representative Rantham exposed Robin Voss for uh, being behind getting these uh, ballot drop boxes uh, in Wisconsin and across the nation, uh, also for exposing Robin Voss, Rhino, Speaker of the House, and Rhino outgoing Senator Kathy Bernier. 
or Kathy Bernier, pardon me, uh, whom were also actively trying to incorporate legislation that would include ballot drop boxes in the state of Wisconsin, even after the Wisconsin Supreme Court declared such drop boxes to be unlawful, illegal, and unconstitutional. That is Speaker of the House Robin Voss and Rhino outgoing Senator Kathy Bernier. Okay, Kathy Bernier. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, reprisals. Timothy Ramtham um, lost his office uh, staff. Uh, and was barred from meetings because of these actions against Speaker Robin Voss, Rhino. And uh, all these actions did, ladies and gentlemen, was expose him for the two-faced traitor that he is. Reprisals, ladies and gentlemen. Representative Branchin seems to be facing the same. Uh, to the article, it says... One of Wisconsin's highest profile deniers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Election fraud. Election deniers. Mm -hmm. And that is what they call us, guys. One of Wisconsin's highest profile election integrity fighters of the 2020 election outcome has been barred from attending private meetings of Republican Assembly members. State Representative Janelle Branchin of Menominee Falls is the chair of the Assembly's Elections Committee. She has repeatedly attacked Assembly Speaker Robin Voss on election issues and supported a primary challenger to the Republican leader. Those efforts gained the support of President Donald Trump, who has said Voss should have supported the legally impossible step of decertifying Wisconsin's 2020 presidential elections results. Now, again, this is a local legacy press. It is a member of the Mockingbird Media, and you can clearly see that it's shelling out fake news. Right, ladies and gentlemen? You can see it clearly. Now, this, you know, to unknowing, unwitting members of the Wisconsin community, they read a sentence like, Representative Branchin, who has said Voss should have supported the legally impossible step of decertifying Wisconsin's 2020 presidential election results. You know, uh, the un unwitting, unknowing Wisconsin reader uh, might read a sentence like that. And yeah, it's 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 impossible. It's legally impossible when everyone knows that is furthest from the truth. But this paper is spreading this information as if though it were fact. To the unwitting, unknowing, unsuspecting Wisconsin reader. The website WizPolitics first reported that Assembly Republicans had voted to bar Branchin from their closed caucus meetings. In a terse letter, Representative Rob Summerfield, who is the majority caucus chair, wrote that its members had lost trust in her due to continual issues from the past. Parties use closed caucus meetings to set political strategy. Voss has not said whether he plans to reappoint Branchin to lead the elections committee. That seems highly unlikely, doesn't it, guys? Branchin was one of the speakers at Trump's Wisconsin rally ahead of the GOP gubernatorial primary, which doubled as a rally for Voss's right-wing primary challenger, Adam Steen, seen came within 300 votes of defeating Voss. How much you want to bet he actually beat Voss, ladies and gentlemen? 
Yeah, I, I know Liz Garcia. Liz Garcia says, I cannot believe this is happening in the USA. Yeah, like they're still counting in Harris County, Liz. That's crazy. How sickening. That is blood boiling, says Liz Garcia. Absolutely. We're seeing our heroes take the fall, guys. We're, you know, the, the Wisconsin Assembly House is showing their voters who they are, ladies and gentlemen. Every single person who voted to bar Representative Branchin from private assembly meetings where they strategize something that is essential for anyone who is going to serve their constituents wholeheartedly, you know, and, and with full access. I mean, they are basically going to be what crippling her. I mean, you know, this is this is, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, this is abominable. This is despicable. This is disgusting. And and they are showing the state assembly assemblymen of Wisconsin are showing their voters who they are. It's insane, y'all. This is by and large insane. Okay, insane. All right, guys. So, uh, yeah, can't believe this is happening in our nation, but, uh, you know, we need, I, I mean, at least I will be looking for more stories about this stuff like this happening guys, these reprisals. Okay. These reprisals, because now that, uh, the mainstream lamestream shamestream fake news at mockingbird propaganda media has, uh, has cast their spell on America about the uh, 2022 midterms, we're going to have to look at more of this fallout and we're going to have to buckle up guys and get ready because uh, there's no telling where this is going to go at this point. Uh, in a statement on Tuesday, uh, Branchen denied what she called rumors that she had been kicked out of the Republican meeting, saying she had left voluntarily due to a family commitment. In a new statement on Wednesday, after the disclosure of the letter, Branchen called the move by her fellow Republicans petty. Uh, Branchen said, I will continue to address the issues my constituents have told me are important to them including voting integrity with the same determination I have in the past. In the statements after the election, Voss said it was time for the Republican Party to move on from Trump. We could have seen that one coming, Robin Voss. And actually, most of us watching were surprised you stuck besides Trump as long as you did. But we all recognize that even then as a mark of professional duplicitousness that he employs and executes quite well. Wisconsin Assembly Republicans barred uh, Representative Janelle Branchen from caucus meetings. And again, that was originally published at Wisconsin Public Radio. Guys, it's it's a. It's 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 insane what we're seeing across our nation, ladies and gentlemen. But prayers, ladies and gentlemen, we will keep praying, we'll keep faith, but we also have to be active, okay, on the ground as well. In 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 civil, ladies and gentlemen, in uh, in in civil ways. Yeah, they're looking. Uh, Liz Garcia says, "I just pray they don't do the same thing to Trump." Uh, that's what they're aiming for at this moment, ladies and gentlemen. That's why people are turning on him. That's why even uh, some of the people we trusted. 
Now, we never trusted Robin Voss here at the Sea Report, undoubtedly, but that's why even people we trusted, um, it's being, uh, well, they're showing us who they are at this moment, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, guys, so uh, let's do this before. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get ready to close up today's show in a minute, but I wanted to show something with you guys. And uh, maybe uh, we'll expand on this a little bit in tonight's uh, episode. Because we got a lot of data coming in from across the nation. But I wanted to show you some of the data that was coming in from across the world. And, and this is just to show you guys. Um, because, you know, we, we, we've, been, we've been tracking a lot of the elections and what's going on here in America, right? Um, prior to that, of course, Brazil was one that we were also following. Now, you know, now that uh, now that uh, Liz Garcia had made that comment, I pray they don't do this to Trump. Um, as I close out this afternoon session of the Sea Report and uh, start preparing for this evening's, um, President Bolsonaro of Brazil um, whom uh, was oft referred to as the Trump of the tropics, uh, but more importantly, um, was stabilizing the nation, um, uh, fighting for the freedom of his people, their ability to defend themselves, to arm themselves, as well as for election integrity in that nation. Okay. Um, well, in a nation where there is no ballots and it's all done digitally, we were surprised that President Bolsonaro did as well as he did, even though it is my belief that he won. Have not been tracking Brazil since then because uh, Bolsonaro did um, concede on, uh, I believe it was like Wednesday of last week, maybe, right in the heat of our midterms when no one would be paying attention. Um, and I've heard reports about what's been happening in Brazil, but I have not looked into anything. Well, today, as I was uh, scouring for information, uh, some data about the state of Brazil uh, was coming across my desk. And I wanted to share it with you guys because, you know, we, the people of America, have been an example to the world um, about uh, how to deal with uh, these types of setbacks when our elections are stolen, uh, and in, in fact, how to uh, find the fraud and how to fight that within, within, the, um, within the regulations, I guess you could say, that our uh, constitutional republic has set up for us. We are, a, we are a nation of law and order, ladies and gentlemen. We are a nation that respects the rule of law and order. And in such manner, that is how we must fight this election fraud. We can't just, uh, you know, um, a million of us show up and uh, burn down the state house, guys. And and in fact, if we were going to do that, I think on January 6, 2021, that would have been the day, right? But if you have over a million people showing up to the White House and that building is still standing, or you have a million over a million people showing up to the Capitol building and that building is still standing, then certainly the ones who committed that riot were not the people who showed up for that rally, okay? Because we were there, we were there, ladies and gentlemen, because of the election that was stolen in front of our eyes, and we wanted the federal government to know that we saw it, and that's why we were present to peacefully and civilly uh, protest the 2020 stolen elections. 
we've stood as an example, ladies and gentlemen, as the shining beacon of light, as the last uh, bastion of freedom and liberty to the world. Okay. It appears that the people of Brazil are doing the same in regards to the stolen election. It's heartening for me to see, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but uh, it's a shame that we see this is the case around the world. So uh, we'll take you guys out with this just for some food for thought. Okay. Hey, um, how's it going in the... Uh, How's it going over there in the chat? Liz Garcia, thank you for gifting the shades. Toria, thank you for uh, saying hello. Good afternoon to you as well. Uh, we are a family show, so I will not use the first name of your uh, avatar there, but uh, welcome on in. It's the first time I've seen you here in our audience over at Pilled, Miss Toria, T-O-R-I-A. Good afternoon. Uh, here is some footage from Brazil, y'all, that I want you to see before we uh, head out for this afternoon. Again, thank you for being present today uh, for this session of the Sea Report. Much more coming up this evening at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. Take a gander, why don't you? So there's no volume here. These are the masses of people in Brazil who are standing up for the election theft that occurred. Look at this, ladies and gentlemen. I had no idea this was happening. And this is just one example. That's all people. Do you see? We are many. They are few. We are many. They are few. We are many. They are few. How do you think the leaders in Brazil feel seeing something like that, ladies and gentlemen? That's intense, isn't it? It's giving me chills, y'all. It's giving me chills. The people of Brazil know that that election was stolen, ladies and gentlemen. Think about that, guys. Think about that. All right, y'all. We got more this evening at 7.30. Please be with us. Um, if not, catch that replay. We'll be live 7.30 p.m. Central Time, The Sea Report. It's been uh, fun hanging out with you guys this afternoon. Thank you again for being here, Liz Garcia. It was great to see you again. You take care, sweetie. I hope all is well with your family and uh, everyone else watching this afternoon. I'm Mr. C for the C Report, signing out now, and uh, we will see you again shortly. Till then, be safe, be blessed. God bless America. God bless the people of this world. 
we're waking up, we're awake, and uh, well, Godspeed, y'all. We'll see what happens next. Take care. Can you imagine having an AG that uh, her specialty is uh, getting human traffickers off on lighter sentences? How about we focus on Paul Pelosi's stock portfolio instead of who he's playing whack the wee-wee with and their tidy whities okay? Post office man found uh, going across the border to Canada with uh, a cart full of Trump supporting uh, ballots. Uh, California ballots for Trump supporters go missing for the military. Next stop, beep, beep, communism. So kind of like Kintanji Brown Jackson over there at the Supreme Court doing her bit with the uh, the pedophiles and the uh, child pornographers. Uh, oh no, 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 rest assured you did not step in to a Mandela effect. It's time for season two of the January 6th Unselect Committee. Whoop-de-doo, right? <laughs> My mind is not what it used to be, ladies and gentlemen. Wait until, do you want to be part of that tsunami, okay? Because if you vote early, you're not part of the tsunami. I'm just saying, encountering illegal aliens in the wild, does that sound too racist for anyone? Thank goodness for the internet, where we're not printing a paper. Ah, just kidding. You know, I'm not that kind of uh, tree hugger. It was a total shim sham flim flam. It was almost as if Katie Hobbs was running the nation's elections and just making a terror out of it. Check out the political truth apparel line. Covefe. Rhino hunting season. Secretary of snakes. And more to come. Fun, fashionable, edgy, cational. Go to Mr. C Online Store at www.thecreport.com. Click on the top right menu. Use coupon code 1776REBORN at checkout.